0: Hello and welcome to the first episode of One Book, One Film, One Song, the podcast where we talk to regular people doing inspiring things and find out the books, films and songs that made them who they are. My name's Sam Parkinson and in the future I'll be joined by Charlie Pearson as a co-host, but today Charlie will be our first guest. So this episode will serve as an introduction to who we both are, what we do and how we know each other. We find out Charlie's one book, one film and one song, chat about accepting oneself as you grow older, developing coping strategies in a stressful job, the difference between trash indie and good indie, as well as some more serious topics like the ongoing refugee crisis in Calais and the Black Lives Matter movement gaining prominence around the world. Um, so I hope you enjoy the conversation. Hello. Is
1: that okay? Hi, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I like I connected to Adam's speaker, and then every, everyone could just hear you, and I couldn't. <laughs> oh, that's but nice. <laughs> Having some uh, technology problems on this end, so
0: yeah, yeah, uh, to be expected. First, first time for expected. you, first time for me. Weird.
1: Exactly. But now I've worked out, so it's fine.
0: Yeah. Um, so it's Wednesday night. It's nine o'clock. Yeah. I'm, I'm having a beer. I just saw, what are you, were you having there? I've
1: um, actually got a little red wine here because when I'm in France, you got a Lovely.
0: Okay. Nice. So mm-hmm. tell us, why yeah. are you in France, Charlie?
1: Um, I'm in France, Samuel, because I spent two weeks with Kef Calais, who are a refugee organisation. Um, it's most, to be fair, it's mostly English people, but they're based in Calais. Um, And they provide practical support, but also kind of well-being. um, Things like haircuts, cups of tea, bike fixing, just kind of supporting people who are having the the worst time that you could imagine, basically.
0: Yeah. Um, I don't think I can imagine. I think that's the problem. Maybe until, until you go out there, you can't really imagine it.
1: No. Well, and we actually um, kind of go in quite public spaces. So I've only seen a couple of times where people are actually living. And it is, um, it's just, it's like the place I saw was tents in a warehouse with like an open fire and multiple people in a tent. And these are people who in their home country had like houses and jobs. Like one guy I spoke to was a IT technician and now lives, shares a tent with his mate in a warehouse in Calais. Do you know what I mean? So. Yeah. It's not, it's kind of, it's beyond what we can, it's not like camping, do you know what I mean? It's like, it's,
0: yeah, yeah. No I mean, I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't like camping at the best of times. No, you
1: know, so definitely I, not the worst of times.
0: Yeah, exactly. So how long have you been out there? This is, you're going into your second week.
1: So we no. came out last, yeah, well, no, so we've got, actually only got two more days. So we came out last, not the weekend that just happened, the weekend before, had some big drama because they wouldn't let us over at Dover.
0: Yeah, tell tell because... us about tell us about that. I saw your um Instagram post.
1: <laughs> so um for context, the I think the channel might be like twenty three is it twenty-three miles wide the channel. So we were like at Dover, super ready to be in Calais in an hour and a half, mm-hmm. had all our paperwork done in French, called in our translator pals, got it sorted, got up to the um uh, like the French border patrol in Dover, and they said that working with migrants wasn't a real job, so we didn't have a reason to go to France. But our colleague uh, at Caf Calais had got through the weekend before, so I think we just might have had a racist man.
0: Yeah. Um, so then
1: we drove to Howitz, which I'd never heard, about, heard of before, and honestly had the best border experience, I would say, of our lives um slept on a ferry over to Rotterdam there was a bar on the ferry so we I got to have a pint of cider for the first time since lockdown which was ideal
0: lovely a fresh um, pint
1: did a sleepover on the ferry
0: what is that like a fresh tell, pint. T- tell a us fresh... what that's like I miss it
1: <laughs> can you imagine drinking your most perfect moment because that's what it was like
0: wow a very what a poetic way to put it
1: and seven euro for fifty grams of blue drum at the bar as well.
0: Not too bad. Not too bad if you like. If you like the odd cigarette, I've uh, knocked it on the head myself.
1: Exactly. Have you? Have you? Yeah. <laughs> Your <shit>
0: um, <laughs> just, just put it. How out long
1: there. for? How long for?
0: Um, well, I suppose if you count how how long has it been since I've bought any cigarettes, maybe a hey, year kidding. and a half. Mm-hmm. If you count in from the last time I, mean, I, I smoked a cigarette, maybe like two days.
1: From when we worked together. <clears throat> yeah. I was thinking, was it, was it that regular that you were buying cigarettes ever?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've always been quite good at... Um, uh, I, don't, I don't know how to politely just put it. Just
1: borrowing a Yeah, just
0: borrowing one. I suppose for context, um, if, if, we, if there is any listeners, we should say that... Um, We've known each other for how many years? Five, I think six.
1: I think six. Getting on for six, yeah.
0: And and do you want to explain how we met?
1: Um, how did how did we meet? No. I, think <laughs> I, <worked> in, <laughs> I think I worked. I think I I worked in a bar, and you worked in a bar around the corner. Yeah, and I couldn't shut the shutters of the bar and you wanted a pint after work to, and not pay for it and so that yes. was perfect
0: so we um Meeting of mine. we formed formed a little deal an alliance and and then I started working for said bar as um chief uh
1: mm-hmm.
0: shutter shutter
1: shutter yeah we employed you specially for that job <laughs>
0: that's a good name <laughs> I might um might <coughs> put that on my cv shutter shutter <laughs>
1: i'm happy to be your reference
0: (laughs) thank you i'll put you down so the theme of the pod is one book one film and one song so let's start with
1: yeah
0: start with your book
1: and they were they supposed to be ones that had like influenced us in some yes. way so they're not my three favorites but I'd say yeah, they're yeah, three yeah, that yeah. have kind of yeah that's influenced. very
0: important I'm, I'm I'm like kind of saying that in the introduction which I haven't done I, I will record after this um but yeah it's kind it's okay. not necessarily <laughs> <laughs> it's not necessarily your favorite <laughs> book film or song ever it's kind of ones that's kind of influenced you or shape, shaped you in some some way is, is that the is okay. that the demo that you got is that the memo I gave you?
1: Yeah, that's that's why yeah, you communicated that perfectly and that's what I've done. So
0: Okay, brilliant. So what, Amazing what work. book what book did you choose?
1: So my book is Jane Eyre. Mm-hmm. Um, and I read it when I was a teenager. Obviously some difficult themes in terms of locking your wife in the attic, not condoning that. Yep. Yeah um however also some really powerful themes I think for being a teenage girl in terms of like everyone thinks it's a big romance but I don't think it is a big romance I think it's Jane kind of looking for some independence and she has this integrity all the way through where she's like I won't accept a life where I like owe someone something or I won't accept a life where something is wrong I will like I want to be fully independent and I want to have a life that I deserve um and I think it's just a nice thing kind of to hold on to. And there's a really kind of feminist element to it as well as a bit where she looks out a window and she's like, um, she's like looking at some birds and she was like, wouldn't it be lovely kind of to be free? And I think, I think that gets lost. I think everyone always just thinks it's about her and Mr. Rochester, but I think he's a bit of a side character.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And obviously, have you read, it? Uh, I read, I, re- I think it was very similar. I read it when I was in school um I think it was on the syllabus because um we you did you did English literature at a level as well, did you? Yeah yeah, so did yeah. I um, so I've kind of well unintentionally blocked out all those amazing books <laughs> that I read. I even like went on to study literature at uni for a little while, and just because
1: so you've sparked you've sparked notes there.
0: Um yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: basically (laughs) say what we mean
0: (laughs) and I would recommend
1: it as a read though
0: yeah yeah I I always um oh it's so funny that you've you've chosen that one because I always get so scared when people talk about Jane Eyre because I get Jane Eyre and Jane Austen the novelist um Mm -hmm, mixed up all the time and I'm just like oh yeah yeah the novelist and it's like, no no the book um
1: <laughs> should i text you my list before we began this podcast
0: no i quite, I quite like the um spontaneity of <laughs> the it the
1: surprise <laughs> element
0: yeah i, I think what
1: <laughs> okay fine
0: i think if if anything this podcast might prove that um the people that i talk to are, are really great and i'm just some idiot who doesn't really know anything about anything <gasps> no
1: i'm I'm making a rule, no negative self-talk on this podcast, not even to be funny.
0: Oh, okay. What about if I've I've got this... um, What about if I
1: do it in a funny box?
0: I don't know if that will make it in. I've got this little effect button on my... um, (laughs) I've got this little effect button on on, my interface and it's just it
1: just (laughs) press it (laughs) (laughs) and that was why i bought the mic (laughs)
0: um so you spoke about it's it's kind of everyone the the theme of it for you you think gets lost in the general um the general idea of what other people think do you think that do you think has that been a recurring theme in your life, do you think you've ever spotted things or thought things of more importance than maybe other people?
1: Um, I don't think I would have. I am like other person spot stuff in a super niche way. Yeah. Um, but I think I think it's good to. Why well, did I've been lucky that I've been to uni, well, twice, and you learn to kind of be critical, don't you? And I think it is. Yeah maybe a theme of like trying to kind of second think the things that you think
0: yeah and, and is that do you think that's kind of like think, a does skill? that makes
1: sense like how...
0: yeah 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 critical critical thinking is like extremely important exactly, and i suppose it, yeah. it's um it's a skill that people build as well it's it's not um i don't think it's necessarily human nature to Go against the grain and yeah, think, I agree with think something different. I think you develop that as a skill, maybe.
1: Yeah, and I think you get more confident in it as you get older as well.
0: Yeah, as you well as why?
1: Because um, I <laughs> why I think you get more. um conf- I think you get more confident, but I also think you have more experiences, so you feel you're more able to question things, but you also feel more confident in doing it because I think. Like I'm thirty next year and I feel the least insecure that I've felt maybe ever. I think there's an insecure an insecurity, isn't there, that comes in kind of just uh just accepting kind of what people are telling you.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's that's um that is a nice thought. I I just turned yeah. twenty seven and I kind of like think I'm beginning to kind of understand that accepting yourself kind of thing but kind of I'm just accepting that I'm maybe just a bit of a oh I can't do negative talk sorry I was gonna say Uh, that (laughs) say something nice um yeah yeah um plus no it's 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 true isn't it the older you get hopefully I think it's
1: exhausting trying not to exactly I think it's exhausting trying not to trying to be Something else, or exhausting trying to be a person that you want other people to think you are. I guess like super nice and chill, doesn't it, as you get old?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so, and I, and I think you start surrounding yourself with people that just take you for who you are as well, and that you don't really need to. I mean, yeah, maybe.
1: No, I think that's really exactly so that point. I think that's exactly right. Yeah
0: yeah exactly. you start surrounding yourself with people that um just take you for who you are, so maybe it becomes a bit of a self fulfilling little thing little ditty. yeah like
1: your the self you're giving out is like reflected back to you, and it's just you, yeah, but no shame if you if people are still having a lot of pretend because I think that is also human nature
0: yeah i mean yeah and you know, probably, you know, in 20 years we could maybe look back and we're like, oh, God, we were absolutely kidding ourselves. We didn't know ourselves at all when we were <clears throat> in our late 20s. I think we're going to look back and cringe.
1: What were we thinking? Yeah. <laughs> what were we thinking? What fake wisdom? <laughs>
0: Yeah, no. Yeah, that's funny. It would be nice to have a, a record of the absolute tosh that we just spoke. Um mm-hmm. Yeah. When we were working together, that's when you started um Crochet with a Cause. So, can you just speak, speak a little bit about that?
1: Of course. So, I went to, I finished my social work master's in September 2016. And then I went to, while well, I was still finding a job, slash, hanging out at Fallow Cafe. um mm-hmm. And hanging out is probably the right word, isn't it? If we're honest with ourselves. Yeah, I think there's
0: more hanging out than hard work.
1: Craft. um I went to <clears throat> the um old jungle camp in Calais um which was right by the ferry port it was giant and it was almost like a town kind of like um it, the structures themselves weren't permanent but like the place where it wasn't it had like cafe, like um, these like homemade cafes I had a street there was lots of kind of permanent service services there and so I went the week before they demolished it and knocked it all down um and I've when I came back, um, it's kind of not, it's quite, it's quite far to go. but Also, not that far. It's kind of a weird one, isn't it? I think if you feel like you're going to leave the country, it's kind of hard to prioritise that time on coming to Calais, which is a bit of a shithole in itself, isn't it?
2: Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: so I was like, I want to do something, but I can't necessarily make the time always to travel down to Calais. And I just got really into crochet because we were working a lot of nights and had a lot of free days. So I was like, how I'm gonna combine these things? This new skill that I have, I'm gonna teach other people it, despite not being great at it myself. So we, and I think the idea was as well because it was winter and like a lot of our friends are kind of um, in hospitality, weren't they, at the time? And there's like quite a lot of like kind of low well-being. Do you think in in hospitality? I think that's still an issue. Um,
0: yeah, def- I would I would definitely say so. And a kind of it, it's um it's an industry that doesn't lend itself to um you know the hours the substances that are quite easily available alcohol being the main the main one um literally yeah um yeah i think think you're right and and i think people um you know people who've who finished uni and are working in that kind of thing that can kind of it, it can seem impossible to get into something that is not that if if it's not something that you want to do for the rest of your life and and absolutely yeah. no no shade to people who do want to do that because it's it's um it's a very hard profession and um a really worthwhile profession as well but um there is a lot of people who work in hospitality who, necess- who want to do other things and yeah can't seem to find a way of doing it
1: and I think it can get quite repetitive. So you like work till three, drink till six, sleep till two. Do you know what I mean? So the idea was, is like bring everyone together, kind of in winter as well, when we all retreat a bit more into ourselves. Everyone learns a new skill, great. Everyone kind of sits in a room doing something that isn't just, I mean, the idea was that you have a pint as well. So they're still drinking, but it's like a bit more of something to do. Um, and then the kind of others, so that's kind of creating connections locally. And was that kind of idea was that you connect with someone in um, Calais in the refugee camp because part of the issue is that it's not we don't really see it in the news like it kind of flares up a often. so it flared up in 2016
2: mm-hmm. it's flared
1: up a little bit recently I think since Covid because there was Covid in the camp um, and so I think the idea yeah was as well, not, really not, not as enterprise. much as it
0: maybe um, warrants it as well like, I, I can yeah. imagine the situation out there is Pretty terrifying at the minute. Yeah,
1: I, well, yeah, and so I think the idea was that people who wouldn't have to kind of they could visualize this person they were making the hat, hat for, and then if people were asking what they were doing, it starts to come because as well as learning the crochet, I also kind of shared resources about all on where people are coming from well, if they're doing it somewhere it starts a conversation it also creates a really direct link because you're imagining our person and what's going on with them um, yeah. <laughs> and maybe some people did some research from it I don't know um so it just there's quite a lot um it was kind of personal well-being well-being of the community that I'm in and then obviously practical assistance but also awareness raising so it was a lot of things kind of in a small
0: yeah a, a lot of room. yeah I don't. I don't think I really appreciated it for what an amazing thing it was at the time. I just thought, oh, this is a cool thing. Like, I can get behind this. It's, yeah. it's Worth it's worthwhile and didn't really see maybe how much thought had gone into it.
1: I don't think. I think sometimes the thoughts behind it, like, have come a bit after.
2: <laughs> I yeah, I, I do. Like, yeah, <laughs> like <that.
1: laughs> I like that. I definitely added yeah. some links in. Since I started doing it, but that's fine. Yeah, um, that, so that's I fine. Talked, you know,
0: if, <laughs> even if you've done it subconsciously, it doesn't mean it doesn't mean anything.
1: Exactly. Maybe I've just drawn those thoughts to the front of my brain instead of the back. Mm-hmm. But since then, I've been. So I went there, and then I came again in January, um just for a weekend. And then we went when lockdown was announced. They were really desperate for volunteers so I've come with my sister Millie and Adam who you also know because he used to work with
0: I do know how's he doing
1: He's great um it's just he's actually sat on the sofa with me just reading a little book
0: oh nice yeah. um what well, well talking of books films and songs what a segue mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome <laughs>
0: <laughs> thanks oh you you should do this you should be doing this um
1: I think you're doing a great job.
0: What about film then?
1: So my film is really hard because I'm not I'm not really a film person. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did watch a, last year or well, the year before. Have you seen Maggie's Plan? No. So <laughs> this is going to be a
0: brilliant <laughs> podcast about us, you know, discussing all <laughs> these brilliant things.
1: But maybe it's just lovely recommendations. Like if we were having this conversation organically in the subside that we can't because we're far away. Yeah, then this th- is how to go in. So
0: I think that's the um that's that's meant to be the the spirit of the thing.
1: Yeah, it's a replacement pine, isn't it? Yeah. So my film is Maggie's Plan, which has um Greta Gerwig, who is a woman who wants a baby but can't really kind of find someone she wants one with. So she gets one of her mates to do a little donation, but then at the same time also meets a man that she wants to be with. Mm-hmm. Um and it's kind of a bit about their it's about their relationship, but it's also her kind of like losing herself in this like in this kind of to this man and he has some kids already and this a situation that she just doesn't really want to be in. Um, and yeah. obviously it's quite light as well. Like um is quite kind of she's not like silly is she? But she's she's kind of kind of a bit silly um and then in the end she's just like you know what fuck this like i just wanted to have a, a me and a kid and then so she just does and it's lovely um
0: so so how so does, that relate? Scenes, how does was, that relate to was, you
1: yeah <laughs> really recurring <laughs> theme of r- no romance <laughs> yeah Bad romance.
0: No, no romance <laughs> just just nice the nice life of just
1: being a nice independent lady um, so I think. Well, also I love
0: um, Greta Gowig, and she directed Little Women. Did you see Little Women? Little I woman. see. I saw
1: Little
0: Women. Yes, yes, yes. Did I you did. like it? Um, Which, <laughs> yeah, I did. I did. I really enjoyed it. Um, I yeah, I nearly cried towards the end. I turned <laughs> um, to Ellie, who I went to watch it with, about um, maybe about ten fifteen minutes in, and I went, "Oh my god!" So they're not actually Little Women. I thought it was going to be like the boring.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, you were you were jo- seriously mislead. And jo- do you know that is my other favorite book. I really I couldn't choose between Little Women and Jane Eyre, but I because I was going to do Maggie's part as uh, the film, I was like, I can still get Little Women in. Yeah, like, you can honorable mention.
0: Honorable mention. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I was I was going to yeah. ask. I was going to say you can you can have some honorable mentions. So you want um? Little um women
1: which sister? Up? Which sister did you think you were?
0: The blonde one who marries
1: Amy, uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> Timothy Chalamet.
0: <laughs> Timothy Chalamet, yeah, he's like he's like so good looking, like almost too good looking. Like do you think
1: I don't really get the hype about him. Like I think okay. he's, I think he's like good looking, but I just don't. I don't. He's not. He's not my type. Of, like I'm sure he's lovely. I don't know him. I'm being rude about Timothy Chalamet. I never met. But I just don't. I just think he's because in the old film of Little Women. Do you know there's Christian Bale as Laurie, the neighbour? Oh, okay. <laughs> so it's quite a big difference, like going from Christian but Bale. But how how old was Timothy, Christian I think.
0: Bale when he did it?
1: Like young, it's from like the nineties.
0: Because Tim, he isn't he's only like twenty, isn't he? Is he? he's, he's yeah. quite young. Maybe give him a chance. I like I like that was... film he did with. Um you know um,
1: ladybird ladybird
0: no no um, oh wait no
1: oh no I don't like it and everyone loves it call me by your name
0: no beautiful Whether boy in Italy. beautiful boy
1: oh
0: I don't know I it's with um, oh my why can I not remember his name <laughs> the Michael Scott the American office guy Steve I didn't. I kept... Carol Carol Steve Carell Carol yeah. No. Um yeah Close. I think I think it's called Beautiful Boy That's that's a really good film he's like um
1: okay.
0: Yeah Timothée Chalamet like plays um, Steve Carell's son and he's like becomes addicted to heroin I think and it's just about that Okay But Steve Carell does one of those kind of like um, little miss sunshine performances
1: Okay is on the really? Netflix
0: I think it might be on Amazon Prime.
1: Okay, that's fine. I'm I'm a Prime girl. I sold my soul to whatever that rich man's name is.
0: Yeah, Bezos. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. I I was. Um, it's so difficult, isn't it? Because you just like, I just want the book tomorrow.
1: <laughs> I want to support an independent yeah. bookstore, but I also I just, immediately I just, want to possess it. I just
0: want it tomorrow. <laughs> and also especially in, especially in lockdown when you know your money could be going to so much other stuff. I just seem to be giving it all to him because he can just get me mm-hmm. it quicker than anyone else.
1: That's how he gets you. I know.
0: that's, um, that's
1: actually his business model.
0: <laughs> I'm trying not to though. I wanted to buy um a couple of books yesterday um but decided against it from an amazon perspective
1: you can email some so one of my sisters emailed an independent bookshop in nottingham and then they just posted the books that she wanted out to uh, i bet there'd be some in brighton that would do that to
0: yeah the, the, the um there's a really good bookshop called city books in like um if anyone from brighton's listening. Um, that would shout out (laughs) would um definitely do that kind of thing so that's a good shout again yeah shopping more independently is awesome isn't it
1: put on your to-do list yeah yeah. um
0: so we didn't we didn't really speak much about Maggie's farm um
1: plan (laughs) I said Maggie's farm
0: I said Maggie's farm
1: it's it's Maggie's plan (laughs)
0: Oh, that one, I've seen that one. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you meant like the Bob Dylan Maggie's song.
1: baby farm.
0: I just was like, uh, <laughs> Maggie's plan. i go and watch that. Maggie's, plan. Maggie's <laughs> farm.
1: Maggie's
0: plan. Why don't you go work on Maggie's farm? No more.
1: Beautiful.
0: Sorry about that. Um, Maggie's plan. Okay, I think, I think yeah. it was The Connection. I- I didn't hear you properly the first time.
1: Yeah, yeah, I th- I might have stirred a little bit. Yeah, um, but I think Ellie would like it as well. So I think it would be a good joint film for you. Guys. A good
0: joint um, venture. Okay, we'll we'll yeah. we'll watch that, and I'll I'll let you know my thoughts.
1: Feedback, yeah, please.
0: So you mentioned just before we spoke about your film that while you were working at Falafel Cafe, you were doing a masters in social work. Yeah. So, what kind of what drove you to want to do social work? What, um, how did you find your masters? What did you kind of want to specialize in? And what are you doing now from from that? A free parter. Okay, I saw Lou yeah. Lou, Lou, um, Fru, Lou Fru does that. He does he does free parters.
1: Yeah, I thought it was really good um, journalism, actually. Thanks. You're welcome. Um, so, so I chose to do it because at school I was really into kind of like Amnesty international and that kind of thing and then I went to uni and I did international relations um in Edinburgh and I wanted to like work for the UN and be like solve child poverty and then as a sick as one woman solution and then when I was in Edinburgh I was doing some social policy and this really sick tutor from Glasgow kind of we did loads of, like, UK poverty kind of what was going on here and I was always like I knew I was always been like kind of aware but I think like looking at numbers and I was like you know there's quite a lot to do here um that needs doing so I started volunteering with families in Edinburgh when I was there and then I finished my degree took a year to just again hang out love a hangout um and then applied to came to Manchester because every band that I ever loved plays Manchester. So I was like, it seems like a good place to move. Um because I've been in Edinburgh for like five years and it's beautiful, but it's small. Um so I came, did my masters whilst also working at Fire Cafe. Um and then after I kind of thought I wasn't really cut out <laughs> to be associated with because it's very emotional you you have to kind of have a hardness to you. It's quite a difficult conversations a lot of like challenging yeah.
0: a, a, resi- a resilience They I think yeah is the, is the word they say that yeah they talk about resilience at um my work as well and yeah so I, I just think it's a bit of a sometimes I think it's just a bit of a made-up word that doesn't actually mean anything resilience because people think it's it means things nothing affects you but i don't think anyone's really like that i think it's just how people um uh, maybe process stuff and um how they are in certain i think maybe a better word for it is um stress management or yeah be, being be able to that. still perform in in an intense situation and then take time to process it later
1: well, yeah, and not, like, take it home with you. And, like, I can't, it makes, the stuff I do now makes me cross. So I can't imagine how it would be, you know, working with, like, really high-level cases. So what I do now is kind of, like, pre- preventative. So families that you think should have a social worker now, because of there's no money and the threshold is so high, often don't get a social worker. So instead, they get me, my I, like, tutel in, and then have a chat with them, see what they need, see how I can support them to get where they want to be so it's the idea that you don't and you we've spoken about this before actually because it's something we both feel is really important that empowering so getting people to do things supporting people to do things for themselves rather than just like doing it for them
0: yeah completely Um,
1: we do kind of really intensive like multiple times a week support mental health benefits, housing parenting um kind of a bit of job stuff but I don't really like doing that as much Um, and when I think it you just feel kind of every day like you're battling something a bit bigger with these families, and I don't think I'd be able to do it at a higher level because it already makes me feel quite cross a lot of the time. yeah, I think the theme of all the personal questions in this about my job and what I do is just going to be me being a bit angry about something
0: but but how how do you so how do you personally process or deal with those emotions that you you get
1: um, i make sure I go to the gym um which I know is a real cliche and everyone like rolls their eyes when I sit but it 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 definitely makes a difference yeah and then I'm really lucky because lots of my friends live nearby so kind of I we're not talking about work is good I think in a way I do you find that as well kind of like not always not necessarily bringing your day home with you
0: I think what we do I think should a, a little context thing again I I work in um as you know, working in a, a college for young adults with um, special educational needs, uh, autism mostly, and some kind of social and emotional mental health. So yeah, it gets pretty tough some days. And what I think mm-hmm. our our general rule is: if we go to the pub after work, we maybe spend an hour and a half. Yeah. Two two hours, maybe chat about work, and yeah. then and then try and. Try and move the conversation on to something else because it's it's definitely good to to talk about it with and with people who you are get, yeah. experiencing sim, sim, um, similar things, but you can get in yeah. a real rut of just going round and round and winding yourself up.
1: Exactly, and I think it's good to have them kind of a wide wider like kind of circle of friends isn't it, like people who ask how your day is, but then they're happy if you want to talk about you know what you're yeah, listening yeah. to or what you're reading or something. And I think as well, there's a real, um, again, sounds a bit wanky, but like be finding some space to do something a bit creative or like a bit mindful is really important yeah. as well. But you don't have to be good at it. Like I bought um an acoustic guitar for lockdown. Oh, nice. To <laughs> so like try and, um, it, I, I think it's easier to be mindful when you're not necessarily very good at something actually because you have to focus so hard on learning, don't you? Yeah, and but
0: it's then, just like, like no... Absolutely no pressure.
1: Exactly. No like, one's ever going to hear me say Yeah.
0: <laughs> People are so good at putting, you know, like starting something out and just really enjoying it, and then becoming half good at it, and then be like, "Well, well I'm, I must put absolutely tons of pressure on this thing," then
1: because
0: yeah, you know, it's just like well, no, you can just you can just do it to enjoy it.
1: Just noodle away. Yeah, lovely. No, and and then i've been doing a lot of um we've been doing a lot of portrait swapping in our friendship group as well which has been because i'm obviously working from home i'm working on my own from home so it's kind of hard to find that divide sometimes i don't um i mean it's less now because we are going out and about again it's hard to find that divide when it gets to five it's like well i'm still in the same space like doing the same thing i'm trying to really separate i think that's important for your resilience as well you don't want it to spill over to you into your home
0: life no no definitely not no and yeah going back to like having I I think it's a real skill from like friends and partners being able to Mm -hmm. to talk and listen if the person wants to talk and listen or just also accept that you know if they don't want to that's also cool
1: that's fine yeah you can just be silly
0: yeah this this is probably uh, when we work together. This is probably what we spent most of our time talking yeah, I'm about. I'm glad
1: you saved it till last, actually.
0: Yeah, um, I, I, I. And just I know think you have a good story it works.
1: As well. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah. Um, and I know you're gonna. I know I'm gonna say what it is, or like who the band are, and then you're gonna have a story, and that's fine. I'll. You can do your story, and then we'll go back to me.
0: Oh God, I hope. <laughs> I hope so. It's
1: not bad. It's not but
0: Yeah. Bad. I hope I, literally I hope I know what the song is as well. One out one out of three would be nice.
1: Mm. Definitely know what the song is. So my song is um Rebellion Lies by Arcade Fire.
0: Yeah. Who lovely.
1: you saw at Primavera and had a really fun time too, didn't you?
0: Um yeah, I, I, I think it was one of those things, maybe I thought I had more fun than I did at the time.
1: <laughs> Reported having more fun.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I definitely had fun, but um, I think the, the levels of in, intoxication that I maybe got to, maybe now looking back, maybe I think, oh, was I having that much fun? Why, why was I that drunk? There must have been a reason.
1: <laughs> was I um, okay? Yeah. I think yeah. Mean, as long long as is kind of like, I think, the beginning of realizing that there's a bit more of something else because obviously there was big old fun indie scene, wasn't there? Yeah. At that time, I can't, I wanted to Google when it came out before, but I feel like it's like, is it like two thousand? Have you got? Uh, are you on a computer?
0: Yeah, that, I'm gonna time? I'm gonna guess. I think it's two thousand and eight because I've been listening to that um album a lot. It's funeral, okay. isn't it?
1: I think it's earlier. I think it's two thousand and six. Let's do okay
0: it. it's the album's funeral isn't it that's right
1: yeah
0: oh my god even earlier even earlier 2004
1: oh my god
0: yeah released we 2004 all... um crikey i like yeah i remember that i remember hearing that first time and just being absolutely
1: blown, blown away blown my yeah.
0: little socks off yeah
1: exactly that's kind of why it was a choice that is I think it's like the begin. so like you- who else was around in 2004 like loads of long, like your big indie bangers wasn't there But like, um, I think that yeah was the there where-
0: was a yeah there was you know there was your Arctic Monkeys the Strokes yeah uh, mm-hmm.
1: there was a lot of mm-hmm. there was a
0: lot of um you know trash indie as well garbage I
1: in- we we disagree <laughs> Um trash indeed
0: don't um, okay. No, actually, one of one of the things we did for my birthday was this in indie bangers all day long. We sat in the park.
1: Indie
0: amnesty. It, it, yeah, just played literally. We even got down to you know like the Holloways and um, the Subways. Did you play my favourite, like
1: The View, Same
0: Jeans? No, I think you know. I think I mentioned um, the View, and I think even that was might have been a step too far.
1: Right. Fine. Uh, <laughs> I'll play it for myself later. No props. <laughs> step too far.
0: Um, I like. I liked it. I think it was just the general um consensus of the, oh, right. the six. The six people, obviously, that I was with.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Socially distanced. Um, yeah. It All exactly
1: two meters apart.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> right. Fine. Anyway. So away from the view. Possibly my real choice back to Arcade Fire. I think the thing about it was is it was it sounded so different, didn't it? But it was like amazing different. Yeah. I think it was like it was the beginning of looking for other things. I think Arcade Fire was then like the beginning of me loving like explosions in the sky, the beginning of me loving like was Mogwai's then, isn't it? I was trying to think. Yeah, yeah, there there's loads few, and
0: like um there's loads just a bit Yo like Yola Tango. Yeah. Like, yeah. And um, I, I know what you mean. Just kind of, yeah. Maybe the step from, so maybe the step from like trash indie to good, good indie. Is that what we're?
1: But I think it's even. I think it's even more less than that. I think like maybe. Alternative? From tra- yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: I don't, I don't know. Oh, what, I know exactly. I know exactly what you mean.
1: Because like I think then I think like maybe the national at the time is yeah. like a step away from shit indie but there's still arcade fire like yeah. bit, would you agree i am a few to disagree like a step away
0: no i, from I t- that
1: again isn't it
0: but also but also everyone loves arcade fire like it, it felt yeah. so it felt so niche and and like nothing you've ever heard before but you you ask anyone who was listening to music at that time and everyone And they burst everyone off it loves
1: yeah arcade fire
0: so it was it was yeah. something like But do you know, diff- when
1: I was in Edinburgh, no one knew about them. So when I like so I had loads of friends at school that went to them, went to Edinburgh, no one knew about them. So I like moved to Manchester still thinking that they were this like relatively niche bat. <laughs> <laughs> and like first in Fala Cafe, like, Oh, have you heard of our fire? And I was like, Yes, yeah, like try again. Yeah, yes I could about try 10 it years ago. <laughs> Yeah, get over them. And I worked uh... and I didn't and I didn't get to see them when they played Castlefield Bowl, um, but my sister's friend showed us, you know, when people play at Castlefield Bowl, there's that little balcony you can stand on nearby and you can yeah. still see. So I basically got, like, scammed for tickets, paid £100 to obviously someone who then didn't send me a ticket, went and had a little cry, and then went and stood on that balcony and, like, still heard and saw them, and it was beautiful.
0: Oh, that's nice. Yeah, no. know. So, so is that the only time you've ever seen them? Yeah uh-huh next oh time God. next time they're touring let's go together
1: yeah i would love that
0: i'd be up for you that. can
1: you can see a show that you remember what was the one you were really into when they played River? was it no cars go There was like one that you were like
0: yeah no cars go. go i remember, I remember yeah. um no cars go i used to absolutely look i think i i think funeral was obviously a great album um, I think I was really into. Is it a
1: great album, or is that so? Is just Rebellion Lies?
0: No, no, it's it's literally song to, song to song is absolutely brilliant. I, I listen, I still right. listen to it a lot. But I think when it came out, I was actually more into Neon Bible because yeah. I, my brother used to absolutely rinse my body as a cage, and I think yeah. it, was, it was that one. That and I like was. being
1: an awkward teenager, hearing someone else sing. Um, Yeah, my my body is a cage that keeps me from dancing with the one I love. You are like, finally, like, yeah, oh my god, someone speaking directly into my heart, exactly. (laughs)
0: Yeah,
1: (laughs) and that's why I love them. So,
0: oh, that's that is, um, that's a lovely choice. I really like that. Thanks. I we could talk all night, but I I think we're we we might be done.
1: But can I do a quick, I think it would be really fitting for us to mention what's going on recently in America, do you think?
0: Yes, yeah, um, yes.
1: And I've got a little, um, sorry, I feel like I'm hijacking this, but I just think I would feel like it'd be really amiss not to mention it, do you? Yes, I do. Um, and so I was talking to someone today who I was sewing up his coat. He thought, well, probably not that well. Um and we were kind of talking about it, and I was like, what do you think, like, what's, um, like, what's your feelings, what's your thoughts, and he kind of had a bit of a chat, and he just said that we, as white people, are safe in a space that, that, that he, and that black people are not safe within, and so we have to use that privilege of being safe in a space to raise our voices, because if uh, black people, and to be honest, kind of, any kind of ethnic minority if we're honest because we have quite racist systems don't we Starts raising their voice in the same way it's more risky and so he was kind of adamant that there's a role there's a role for us and so I think if people have a little takeaway
0: and a responsibility
1: exactly and just like do some fucking googling like have a conversation or don't like donate people are donating aren't they
0: yeah um (laughs) I was going to mention something about it, but I'm, um, I'm glad you brought it up because I was maybe going to do it in the introduction, but it now it now seems like a bit more of an or, an organic kind of time to do it. But yeah, I know it's kind of I put, I put off for a couple of days saying anything because I just wanted to have a, a bit a bit of a considered response. I think there's also a mm-hmm. danger. I think that's of, good. Yeah, I think it's important to take time and, and be considered because there's a danger of rushing, rushing into in. something and being um
1: insincere i think i've seen what i what feels yeah. a little bit kind of in Ins- well i don't want to yeah i don't want to judge people but i think you can't rush into it you are right
0: insincere or insin- insensitive as well possibly with with outrage can mm-hmm. but yeah there's there's loads of stuff you can do there's lots of um petitions there's lots of education lots of podcasts net, um documentaries which Ellie and Myself been working our way through
2: mm-hmm.
0: and yeah, protesting as well, but only if you feel safe doing that. It's you know, we are yeah. st- still in a and if you don't, we are still
1: down. yeah, and if you don't feel comfortable doing that, you can there's other ways you can be support, show support. You can like find your local, business, like black people owned businesses, you can like find com- like community projects that are supporting people who are this disadvantage in the community who do sadly tend to be from ethnic minorities there's loads of ways you don't have to go out and be unsafe do you Yeah. or make yourself yeah. feel unsafe you can show support like we were saying before from buying from your like local businesses like just do a bit of research like it doesn't t- it's not hard yeah but also just listen I think like the, the this guy I was speaking to today was like we shouldn't. We're tired. We shouldn't have to keep like telling you what needs to be done. Yeah. Like you know, what list, list,
0: yeah, up. listen, but don't expect
1: emotional labor. People. Like
0: yeah, or black people to have to educate you. You know, you can mm. educate yourself.
1: And stop voting for racist governments.
0: <laughs> big one. That that is yeah, big that's a big one. Uh, big one. Easy one. <laughs> if if you have children, you know, teach them to be not just not racist. Teach them to be anti-racist
1: exactly and speak um, up use their privilege to speak up yeah anyway sorry um I, well i'm not going to apologize but don't apologize I no I'm, i think it's just really I'm important just yeah, yeah really important to talk about today
0: and, and yeah and like i said that I felt, I felt that like that was a natural organic way to talk about it which i definitely did want to do so
1: and can Thanks. people look into care for Calais, please? Because yeah, that was going to be my last question.
0: On, How can people get involved if they want to?
1: So there is the police are like beating people up on our doorsteps. Like yes, it happens. There's it happens in the UK. It's happening overtly in Calais. Everywhere we go, there's a police car. It's please ban watching us what we're doing. There's people who come to the first aid station, they have injuries that have been caused by police officers. And so what care for Calais are doing is giving practical stuff but also just a bit of dignity back. like, you know what, we think you're we we know that there's you're a human who deserves to look good and feel good and feel kind of appreciated. So yep. you can go on the care for Calais website. It's just like care for Calais, like number four. Number four. And just like number four. You I can know. donate money or you can um there's a map of local donation places so you can drop off like clothes or whatever you think that people would need but just be mindful about it like what's annoying me a little bit is people just kind of throwing money or like throwing posts at the situation just like have a bit of empathy be mindful while you're doing it and think about the people that it's affecting
0: yeah empathy um I think empathy hopefully will <clears throat> eventually change the world
1: in, exactly. in some
0: way. Um yeah, really really feeling try or trying your best to feel what other people are feeling. I'll put I'll put those um links in the description of the poddy wherever it goes up. Cool. Yeah, and, and I think, yeah, next time you're organizing a trip to Calais, give me a because I think I would mm-hmm. um I would want to join you.
1: Yeah, that'd be lovely
0: cool
1: amazing Uh, so
0: what do you want me to do now do you want me to just hang up or do you want to say a bye um maybe yeah maybe i can like i'll just i'll just stop recording let's just say bye and then don't hang up
1: bye
0: bye so i hope you enjoyed the first pod if you did give us a follow on instagram at one book one film one song maybe tell your friends um we'll be back soon with another episode